and good morning sports fans and welcome to the call domestic sports report heard every saturday or seen every saturday right here at coach's corner that's right coach's corner center center of the sports universe got a lot going on we got nfl today but we got the big game monday night we got the championship game uh i guess that's what's going to be the theme of the show today but once again don't forget Next uh, Saturday, we got the uh, the Superfest uh, starting, uh, so uh, we'll have uh, uh, shows here. Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, then we'll uh, you know have the, the you know a lot of stuff going on here. At Coach's Corner, you got to come by, you got to check it out. Uh, John Henderson uh, does a great job with his crew right here in uh, new booths. That's right, check them out. We got new booths here at Coach's Corner too. You also can buy T-shirts, you can buy hats. You you got it. You want to be part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network? Just come on down here and get some 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 uh, t-shirts, some hats, and uh, be part of the show. But uh, once again, back on a Saturday morning. Been on uh, the last two Fridays because it was Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. But it's great being back here on Saturday morning. Got a great show. Like I said, we're going to be talking national championship football at 9.15 with the two local guys. Well, one's been here since 92. The other one's been here forever. But WTOC, morning break, co-host. Uh, sports journalist, sports guru, Tim Goddard, and he's coming live from Indianapolis at the Natty. Okay, and then we'll have Stephen Elmo Weeks, the man that did college football predictions all year long, breaking down the Georgia-Alabama game. Then we have two, not one, but two Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athletes of the Week. At 9.30, Cameron Edge. You know, Cameron Edge, uh, I mean, did it, you, you, you know, didn't get much ink, didn't get much publicity, but this kid was the fourth wheel in that juggernaut offense over at Benedictine Military School. He was the second leading receiver uh, behind Saquon Bryant. I mean, the guy did everything. <coughs> when they needed a big play, they went to Cameron Edge, okay? So we got Cameron Edge, senior at Benedictine. We'll find out. He's also a heck of a baseball player, uh, all-world baseball player, so we'll find out what he's doing with his college career. And then the second Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, Athlete. We're just going to keep it in the Benedictine locker room. We're going to talk to the guy, the man. He's been there four years. He's set a lot of records over at Benedictine Military School. I couldn't get him on because of his schedule of him going all over the place. But we're going to talk to the quarterback, the man that ran the whole thing. Uh, big game in the championship game. Uh, you know, he was the uh, game MVP, and that's Holden Gurner. And he's leaving for Auburn. Early commit. He's not going to finish his year out at Benedictine. He's going to start. I guess next week we'll find out when he comes on uh, at Auburn to get ready for spring football. And let's see where it goes because both quarterbacks at Auburn, I think, are going to the portal, the transfer portal, like everybody else. And then we'll wrap, out, wrap up the show with three steps out the door, three videos that I've seen on the Internet that uh, has gotten a lot of uh, looks, a lot of uh, reaches, and uh, we'll break those down. Of course, they're related to Savannah, Georgia. All right, step one, in the door. Let's go with the high school sports. We'll do high school sports. We'll do college sports and we'll do pro sports. Uh, you know, it's basketball season, but I know everybody's been waiting. The Georgia High School State Association has not, has not certified the regions, the reclassification regions. That will be done Monday. We got one team right here in Savannah, Jenkins High School, that moved up to 5A. All right, but they want to stay in 4A. They want to stay with Islands. They want to stay with Benedictine. They want to stay with New Hampstead. So they want to stay in our region, which is class 4A. So they're appealing. Uh, the hearing is Monday morning, and then Monday afternoon, the reclassification, I think maybe the executive committee at Georgia High School State Association will solidify the regions for the next two years, which will be 2022 to 2024. So it's not official yet. 
Not official yet. So I don't know if teams are making schedules. Teams are going about publicizing schedules. But Georgia High School has not certified it yet. All right. So uh, Savannah area basketball, full swing. Let's talk about rankings. Class 3A boys. Windsor Forest is number one. Groves High School is number nine. Uh, Windsor Forest 10 and 3. Groves is 7 and 2. On the girls' side, in the Class A public, Bryan County is 11 and 3. They're ranked number five. And in Class A private, because they separate private and public in uh, Class A, Calvary is number seven. All right. Last night, a bunch of games going on, a bunch of games canceled. So I, I couldn't find out what was canceled. And all this information is coming from Max Prep Sports. Okay. So, uh, Last night, Benedictine beat New Smyrna Beach 56-23. Richmond Hill girls lost to Bradwell 48-44. Couldn't find the boys' score. All right. Portal beats Bryan County boys 59-57. Like I just told you, Bryan County girls, number five in the state in uh, Class A public. They're all over Portal 42-11. St. Andrews boys, I think they were up to number seven in max preps in the Giza rankings, the Georgia Independent School Associations. They beat Frederica first region game. Uh, 62 to 50. All right. Then we go to uh, Brunswick took on South Effingham. The girls won 67, 32 Brunswick boys won 78, 63, uh, in class, uh, region three, one, a, uh, country day beats Savannah Christian 53, 30 in boys and 69, 31 in girls. So clean sweep over there for the Hornets. Calvary day school beats Aquinas, Aquinas. Okay. Clean sweep boys won 55, 52. Girls keep it rolling. They beat them 67 to 28. Okay. Uh, Vidalia, Woodville traveled out to Vidalia in class A public. Okay. Class double A. They're still double A. Uh, Vidalia beat the boys 66 55. Woodville, Woodville, Tompkins girls beat Vidalia 67 59. And in a non region game, Islands girls traveled up to Effingham and beat them 49 22. There's a whole slate of games going on today. Please go to the Prep Sports Report. Dot com website and look up Windsor Forest, number one team in class 3A. Tonight is taking on the number seven class A team up there in uh, Atlanta somewhere. Grayson High School, the Rams, they're ranked number seven. You got Deontay Bass, the, uh, one of the top power forwards here in Georgia, going to Georgetown. Uh, Grayson Rams have Chauncey Wiggins. He's going to Clemson. So it's going to be a great game tonight up there in the ATL with Windsor Forest and uh, Grayson, check out the story and the whole schedule is right there. Savannah Country Day girls, last time I talked to you, um, Abby Nicholson scored her 1,000 point. Well, Tuesday night, Hannah Kale over at Calvary scored her 1,000 point. She becomes the 13th Lady Cavaliers to do it. Early signing. And this young lady is headed to Mercer University right away. All right, Wildcats softball star Katie Reilly signs with Mercer University, Richmond Hill, Okay, great pitcher. She had an outstanding year, and she's going to go there. I think she's there already and be able to play when the season opens in February. Congratulations, Katie Reilly, Richmond Hill Wildcats softball team. All right, uh, dual wrestling tournament. It's going all over the place. Uh, this is the area tournaments. The Region 2 6A tournament, it's over at Richmond Hill. Starts at 9 o'clock. The Region 3 4A tournament starts at 9 o'clock at Benedictine. And then the Region 3 1A Private and public will go over to Montgomery County. So that's Calvary and uh, those other private schools, okay? The traditional tournament, that's where the individuals come together, okay? That won't be until the end of the month, January 28th and 29th. Uh, today, the top four teams that win in their area or their region are solidified to go to the state. 
All right. Uh, over at the Aquatic Center, the Savannah Country Day School Hornets swim team is hosting a big uh, swim meet. Check it out. Over at the Aquatic Center, 9 o'clock, there's a lot going on. All right, football, college football playoffs. We know it. Georgia taking on Alabama for the whole kit and caboodle. They played in a championship game. Georgia jumped out. Alabama came back. So uh, it'll be Monday night, 8 p.m., at Lucas Field in Indianapolis, the home of the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, we got all our local uh, sports media out there. Uh, Tim Guider is out there. We'll find out what he's doing out there. So it should be a lot of fun. Come to Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner's got the big game. Hey, there's going to be an oyster roast from 3 to 8 o'clock, right before the game starts here at Coach's Corner. Uh, so come check it out. It'll be on every foot, on every screen. Don't forget, we got NFL today. We got NFL tomorrow. We got basketball. They're all over the place. So if you got a favorite team, you want to come in here, pick a screen, tell John, tell Adele, tell one of the waitresses or waiters or the hostess or the adult server behind the adult beverage uh, space that you'd like to uh, watch a game, they'll help you out. All right. SCAD men, men and women, all right, uh, they're still ranked in swimming. The men are ninth, the women are fourth. Okay. Bowling is off to a great, yeah, that's right. Savannah College on side has bowling. Uh, they've won a couple of uh, invitationals over the break. Savannah State basketball goes back into full swing today. The women are 9-0, 4-0 in the SEAC. They're in first place. They had two games canceled last week, Spring Hill College and Tuskegee, but they'll be back in action today against Lane College at 1 o'clock. Okay, they haven't played since December 18th. Okay, the men have won two in a row. They're 4-2 in the SEAC. They're in third place. Uh, they beat Spring Hill and Tuskegee last week. They'll be at home today at 3 o'clock. All right, we're on a roll. We're keeping uh, track right here. More notes. All right, pro football. Falcons are done. They lost last week. Their hope was they had to beat the uh, Buffalo Bills last week. They lost 20-15. to They're home tomorrow against the Saints. They got a 425 afternoon start game. All right, it's up in the ATL in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So uh, check it out. Uh, Atlanta Hawks, uh, last time we talked, they were 15 and 16. Now they're 17 and 21. Uh, they're fourth in the Southeast Conference. They're 12th in the Eastern Conference. So the top eight teams make the playoffs. Still a long season. They've been hit hard by COVID. They're on a six-game road trip that started in Chicago. Now they're on the West Coast. They're two and three. The sixth game will be tomorrow. Uh, they lost last night to the Lakers, 134-118. Of course, Trey Young had 25 points and 14 assists. John Collins scored 21 points in his return to the Hawks, who have lost uh, five of seven during this COVID-19 uh, uh, quarantine uh, situation there with the Hawks. Uh, so uh, they'll play at the Clippers tomorrow, and they'll head home. All right, and they'll play Wednesday. I forgot who they're playing Wednesday, but they'll be home Wednesday in the ATL. Don't forget, next weekend, Friday and Saturday, Savannah Sports Council, the last time we'll have the Savannah, the end market, Savannah Hockey Classic, the rumble in the rink that's been going on since 1999. Friday night, Georgia Tech takes on Florida State. Uh, yes. Yes. Georgia Tech takes on Florida State. Georgia takes on Florida. Then on Saturday, Georgia Tech takes on Georgia. Florida State takes on Florida. Who's going to win the Thresh Cup? Go to the Savannah Sports Council's website. Find out about the tickets. And I think they might be giving away free Two free VIP tickets. VIP room is unbelievable. It's back down below behind one of the goals. Packed house every year. You got to check it out. So that's all the news and notes. That's three steps in the door. So high school, big game tonight for Windsor Forest up in, at Grayson High School in the uh, ATL area. Uh, both have two big men that have committed to uh, 
uh, big-time college programs. Deontay Bass from Windsor Forest going to Georgetown. Chauncey Wiggins from uh, Grayson going to Clemson. Check it out. It's all on the prepsportsreport.com. Uh, then, of course, we have a lot of uh, college uh, college interests, especially in Monday night when Georgia takes on Alabama. Come right here, 8 o'clock here at Coach's Corner. The Oyster Roast will start at 3 o'clock, and it goes to 8 o'clock. All right, that's all I got right now. I got my first guest waiting to break down the Georgia-Alabama championship. We broke down the semifinals last week. Hopefully, we'll have our third wheel in this process. Stephen Weeks to join us. Tim Gatter are waiting in the back room. You're watching the Call of Demasi Sportsport, heard every Saturday morning on the Internet, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, okay, live from the center of the sports universe, and it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Got to thank my sponsors. We'll be back in three minutes talking dogs, Clemson. I messed it up. Talking dogs, Crimson Tide. Okay, the big game Monday night. Can Georgia do it? We'll find out what these guys think. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running. It's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School, we consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes in uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. Recruits to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop to new locations. 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914. On the phone, Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are Rowington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler 
at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And good morning, Canada, and welcome to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, live right here from Coach's Corner every Saturday morning. Well, the last two have been on Fridays, but uh, it's always a lot of fun breaking down all local sports all the time. Remember, it's food, food, sports, and fun here at uh, Coach's Corner since 1991, and this guy's been probably uh, here since 1992. He's been in this play all the time, but uh, we're here to talk breaking down Georgia football. We did it last week with the semifinals. We were both a little wrong about if you were a betting man, but we both picked the winners, and we're back here doing it again. Joining uh, myself on the Call to Monster Sports Board, and, of course, the Coach of the Corner Sports Network's hot seat, no other than Tim Guider from Mid-Morning Break, the co-host. Well, Tim, how's it going? It is going well, Carl. Uh, you know, we were wrong, but that's why we don't bet, I guess. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to be wrong. We were both pretty convinced that Georgia and Alabama were going to win those games. We just didn't think they would cover and, you know, I mean, neither game was really competitive uh, at, at any time. Uh, I think Alabama just took it out the first series, ran it right down the field and decided we can do this as much as we want all day long. We don't really have to do a whole lot. And they kind of just really simplified their offense uh, against Cincinnati and, and got through that game. And Georgia, I think, you know, they had a little war on their hands with Michigan, but that game was not competitive either. So, uh Semifinal, people are talking about the playoffs as, you know, kind of why are we looking to expand these when we can't get competitive games with four teams in them? And, you know, it, it, it seems like the SEC has always been the the, uh, the cream of the crop, the uh, top conference to go against, the number one power five conference, and it proves it again. They're back in a championship. Uh, both, I think this is the third time that it's happened in the eight years that we've had the college football playoffs. Uh, what did we have? LSU played somebody, right? LSU, Alabama. Who LSU was it? And Alabama was also a rematch, right? And then, of course, Georgia, Alabama, and then, well, that broke us heart in 2017. Uh, I won't talk about that pass. And of course, uh, you know, to this year, but Alabama has only lost to Clemson in the the, the playoffs. So uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. But I got to step back here now. Okay, what are you doing in Indiana? <laughs> well, this is where the game is, Carl. So <laughs> we. Uh... We came up here. Uh, we actually drove up uh, because we were bringing our satellite truck to do uh, live shows and stuff like that. So we left Thursday and we stopped. Uh, we stopped in about Nashville. Weather got really bad uh, Thursday night, um, and we were driving. Actually, Nashville had record snowfall. They had about six and a half inches, and we were hearing that Kentucky was was worse. That the roads were worse. So we just decided to hop on. We weren't going to go through anyway. We were going to try to make it into Kentucky. So we ended up stopping. For the night, a little bit earlier than we thought, and then got up yesterday. And Carl, it was uh, it was like I was back in New York. I woke up at you know in the morning and got on icy, snowy roads and, and drove thirty miles an hour on the interstate for about two hours until things cleared up. And we got here midday yesterday and jumped right into our coverage. We were live all day yesterday, and uh, we don't have as many news shows today because there's NFL games, but we will have coverage through the weekend. And then all day Monday from our daybreak show, morning break, uh, into our evening news shows. And then we have a live preview show, 7.30 Monday night, right before kickoff. Uh, it'll be myself, Jake Wallace, Lindsey Goff. Uh, we will get uh, break it down, both teams, and then concentrate, of course, on Georgia. And uh, 
there are some Georgia fans coming up here from Savannah. We've uh, talked to a bunch of them. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go meet with one of them this afternoon. Most of them getting in tomorrow, tomorrow night, and even Monday they're flying in. But uh, people are excited. And, uh, you know, I closed those curtains back there. I've got a little <laughs> sun coming in. Uh, you know, sorry for that, that glare back there, but it's uh, nothing I can do about it. So. Yeah, well, you know, it, it makes you nice and bright like you are every uh, every morning on uh, mid-morning break, right? Oh, sorry. Morning break. <laughs> That's all right. We'll get it one of these days. I know. It took me so so long to learn how to pronounce your name. You know, I just, I just right. and I've been teaching for a long time. Learning names is second nature, but, you know, that's another story. So, yeah, uh, sure, that's you know, that's the hard part. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we have a lot of fun doing this and uh, we could talk for hours, like I said, the last time we did this last week. Uh, but what, what got me was watching the Alabama-Cincinnati game. Did you watch it? Excuse me. Yes, I watched every play of both games. Did Cincinnati look flat? No, I think they looked overmatched. Uh, I think okay. I, I think they got disheartened just the same way that Alabama knew what was going to happen 10 minutes into that game. Cincinnati knew it was going to happen 10 minutes into that game. Uh, you know, we talked last week. We said that, you know, don't expect Alabama to come out and do what it did against Georgia and throw the ball all over the field. They have a mismatch up front, and they are going to exploit it, and they're going to run the ball right down Cincinnati's throat, and that's what they did, and they didn't have to throw it. I mean, you know, obviously Bryce Young – through the ball some, but, and I said, I think as soon as Alabama's massive lines came out, shut down Cincinnati's running game and just pushed Cincinnati's defense pretty much all over the field. It was over in the first quarter and, and Cincinnati, I, they were excited to be in that game. I mean, it was obviously the biggest game in the program's history, but there was just nothing they could do about what was going to happen to them. Yeah, I think as soon as they got behind it, all the you know the winds were taken out of their sails, and uh, you know it was it was all all Alabama. They just ran, over. and we said the offensive line uh, would be the key, and the defensive line would be the key. And uh, sure enough, uh, like you said, Alabama won both games in the trenches, and it wasn't a game after that. Now you know, so I just thought after they got behind, it was flat. I mean, uh, quarterback. But yeah, Ritter. I think they were discouraged. I think you know they were excited to be there, but they just. It was inevitable. I mean, they they knew that there was just a physical mismatch in that game that they weren't going to be able to to do really much of anything. And you know that that was a big powerful offense this year. It really didn't do it. Didn't didn't, didn't score a touchdown. Thing. I mean, you know, didn't didn't cross yep. midfield often. So uh, I think what you saw was was a team that had had a great season realize that it wasn't going to finish the way that they wanted to, and realize that pretty early in that game. And we go over to the Orange Bowl, same thing happened. Georgia jumped on Michigan really quick. Michigan, I mean, they stifled those uh, all-world, all-American bookends. And it was just like we said, again, the battle in the trenches, and Georgia won on both sides. Yeah, and, and I think Georgia was just more talented, you know. And that's also what we said coming in, is that all year long, Georgia was a better team than Michigan. And, you know, it's, when Michigan beat Ohio State, they went to a different level. And they rode that that roller coaster, that rocket for the next two games, but emotionally for a month. But they were two months removed from, from that momentum, and they, they couldn't carry it in. And then also, you know, you had Georgia's speed just shut down anything that Michigan tried to do. If they tried to run wide, you know, N'Kobe Dean was there every time they oh, tried yeah. to get somebody wide. You know, if they tried to drop back and pass, the pass rush got into them. They, you know, Kay Walker and the other guys got there. 
it was it was not as pronounced as Alabama Cincinnati, but I think it was obvious that Georgia had a significant talent advantage in that game as well. And honestly, Jim Harbaugh coached them out of that game early. Going for that fourth down yes. very early was silly. Uh, right. That put them down two scores. Uh, he ran some trick plays early that were, I thought, unnecessary. Um, you know, we, we talked about that last week, too, that, you know, he's been – he hasn't been considered a great <laughs> coach for, for years now. Why would why would we think he was all of a sudden just because he beat Ohio State once? And now all of a sudden he's talking about – or at least we're hearing rumors that he's talking about going to the NFL. So <laughs> who knows what's going to happen next. Yeah, well, they, they give him a lot of credit with the 49ers. So, uh, from what I hear, it's the Bears might be interested in him. So, we'll see what happens with oh, that. I heard Raiders. Is, is that Bears now? I heard the Bears. Okay, okay. So, I just know what well, I read on the internet, so I don't know. Well, there's there, there's many jobs open. Could be Jacksonville, too, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, the Giants. <laughs> yeah, the Giants, too. So, uh, But anyway, you're watching the call of Demasi Sports Sport live from Coach's Corner every Saturday morning. Uh, I'm here with uh, WTOC Morning break co-host Tim Guider, a sports journalist. He's been here since 92. Savannah Morning News, you name it, he's done it. He's covered all the major sports. He's out in Indianapolis uh, covering uh, the championship football game. We're breaking down the Alabama-Georgia game. Okay, let's get to it right away. All right? You knew it was inevitable. They're going for a rematch. But I'm Nick Saban. I'm the underdog. I'm the underdog. How can Nick Saban feel he's the underdog? You 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 beat him pretty good, 43-24. I don't think he thinks he is, but he'll he will take that and use it to his advantage every single time. I mean, the last three times he's been underdog has been to Georgia, and he's beaten them every time. And it's you know he just finds a way to motivate people when they're thinking that Alabama is is you know not going to blow people out, which is usually what happens. Uh, but yeah, I, you know the bookmakers didn't do Georgia any favors with that, but it just shows that they believe that what happened. On December 4th, you know, what is that now? Almost, uh, I guess, five, six weeks ago. Yep. That was not indicative of who these two teams are and who these te- two teams will be Monday night. So, uh, once again, I got I to gotta thank the uh, the comments coming in on my comment page here. Uh, Lawrence Bennett, Dennis Kessler, love you guys always listening. But I got a new one here. Julie Clark Morris, Rat Poison. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rat Poison for Georgia, I guess, right? Or is it Rat Poison for Alabama? I don't know. All right. So let's start again. Let's start in the trenches like we always do. You got uh, Georgia's touted defensive line. You got Georgia's touted offensive line. But Alabama defensive line is only given up like, or Alabama's defense is only given up like 82 yards per game on an average. It, it's going to be another battle in, in the in the uh, trenches. Yeah, and you know it's going to be it's going to be a physical game. Both of these teams want to you know beat the other team down and. Uh... You know, it's just going to be – I don't think we can expect a repeat of the last time. That was just such a kind of a crossing of coincidences where Alabama played their best game of the season, Georgia played their worst game of the season. The best player in the country, Bryce Young, played his best game, certainly of this year, maybe of his career. Um, so for all that to happen again, you know, would be surprising. So and it's just a matter of – Nick Saban always finds a little something different to do, and it seems as if Kirby's always trying to catch up to that. Let's see if, if Kirby can get ahead of it, kind of figure out what Alabama's going to do early, and Georgia's had a lead every single time. You know, Kirby's 0-4 against Saban. They've led that yep. game by double digits every time. 
And what has happened is some point in the game, Georgia shuts down their offense, whether they get conservative or they just start to get less effective and efficient. They go several series in a row and don't score. And that's where the game turns. That's what they have to avoid this week. They have to avoid that lapse. And even if they go down and they kick a field goal, you know, and run eight, nine plays and keep Alabama's offense on the sideline, just to kind of shorten the game, but then also to keep adding on, keep getting points is going to be very important. All right. And you just, I mean, you just said it. We got Bryce Young, freshman, Heisman winner, and then we got Stetson Bennett, the the third, or is it the fourth? I don't know which one it is, but Stetson Bennett. I got a chance to coach against him, but that was on the hardwood, oh, yeah. on the hardwood. And I, I mean, that kid was aggressive on the hardwood as he was on the football field. But now you have the walk-on scholarship player taking on the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, you know, I, I think Stetson Bennett is the key right here. If he can uh, do what he's got to do. I mean, he's only thrown three interceptions all year long. I don't know if people realize that, but they make him out not to be this uh, good passing quarterback, but he also can run also like uh, Mr. Young. So, I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting how these two quarterbacks play. He's second in the country in quarterback efficiency, so he's doing something right, you know, and he throws the deep ball very well. It's the, the passes that the, what's, what's hurt, hurt him against Alabama in the two times he played is they have – knocked down a lot of passes when he goes over the middle. Last time, both of his interceptions were over the middle. So if he can protect the ball in the middle of the field and advance the ball in the middle of the field, maybe hit his tight ends, maybe hit his, his receivers coming across the middle, that will then open the outside pass that he is so good on. But yeah, I, I don't think Georgia wants to make this a Bryce Young versus Stetson Bennett game. I think no. Georgia wants to run the ball, have Stetson Bennett pass kind of when he has to or, not, or you know, when he wants to uh, kind of off of play action. And, again, keep Bryce Young on the sideline and try to win it with that great defense, which has been the best individual unit in the country all year. You know, Georgia's defense has been better than any offense in the country, you know, any, any, any second uh, special teams in the country. So – you know, you're down to one game for a national championship. You got to push all the the, th the thoughts against Alabama out and just go out and try to play like you've played all season and see what happens. All right, last one, and then we'll quickly make a prediction. I got my next guest waiting already. We, we can go on for hours, like I said. But, okay, quickly, receiving core, okay? You just got one guy now, or there are talented reserves for Alabama. Uh, but you're missing Beachy. He's out. Torres ACL. We got Bowers and we got maybe Pickens coming back. I think that's going to play, play a big role in this game too, the receiving core. Hey, absolutely. I mean, Alabama is much more defendable now with Mechie out. I mean, he was their go-to guy for most of the year. I mean, uh, Jamison Williams hit the big play, um, and, and he is a phenomenal player. Uh, he, he doesn't only have to catch the long ball. He can catch screen passes and short passes and turn them into big plays. But Mechie was the guy who kind of made that offense go. So, you know, they only scored 27 points against Cincinnati. Now, a big part of that was because they, they were not pushing the ball down the field against Cincinnati. Right. But that does say something. Uh, they did not really run away from Georgia in the second half of the SC championship game when Mechie was lost at halftime. Uh, you know, they had a defensive score. So that's why they had 17 points in the second half. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that – Alabama's receiving core, you know, there's other guys there besides Williams, 
um, that are going to step up and be, you know, play roles and, and be playmakers. But they're a lot easier to shut down than, than, than the one that they lost. And Georgia has gotten healthier every week pretty much. You know, they started the season against Clemson with nine offensive players hurt, you know, including most of their receiving core. Now, they have gotten them back during the year. Burton's back. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, Pickens. Pickens has really only gotten one or two passes in each of the games he's played. He's played the last three games. Um, so maybe they're kind of just holding him back for this game. But, you know, the, the guy that Bowers is the guy that they have been going to. And it's actually Stetson Ben has been getting a little bit too reliant on him. Right. And, I mean, expect Nick Saban to have a plan to, to take Brock Bowers out of the game. I mean, that's what Kirby Smart and that's what Nick Saban do. They find, they find out what you want to do, your best thing, and they try to take it away. It doesn't always work, but it works often. So other, other receivers for Georgia are going to have to step up for Bowers now. And, again, we talked about him going into the semifinals. The Washington kid, that tight end, is a phenomenal athlete, 6'7", great hands, always open, and just a, a tremendous athlete in the open field. You know, Georgia might have to go to him a little bit. Again, you know, Nick Saban knows this. So, <laughs> they're, uh, you know, it's, the one thing that concerns me also is Georgia's getting very screen pass heavy. Right. Um, and I kind of, you can almost see in your head an Alabama defender jumping one of those routes if, the, if they're telegraphed. Uh, you know, because Saban will figure out the formations that you that you throw those passes out of. And, and they'll have they'll have a defense set to try to pick off one of those screen passes. And, you know, you pick off a screen pass and it's 60 the other way. Right. All right, quickly, I got, we got less than a minute here. I'm going 31-27 dogs. I have no idea what the score will be, but I think Georgia's <laughs> going to win the game. It has to happen at some point. You know, and this has just been kind of a, a destiny touch season for Georgia. Um, I talked to Buck Ballou the other day, and he said the fan base just feels the same way it felt in 1980, that it is electric, they have bought in, and they are ready for Georgia to win the national championship. So, you know, it might be hoping more than thinking, but I'm going to say Georgia wins it. If you need a score, I'm going to go lower than that. I'm going to go 27-20 just to, just to give you a score. And just to I should make it two <laughs> scores because if it's one score, we're all going to be terrified until the last play. But I'll say 27-20 just to throw a score out there and, and Georgia wins it and brings home the first national championship in 41 years. And all I got to say is back in 1980, Georgia broke my heart. They've been breaking my heart ever since, but I'm going to say – they're going to have the luck of the Irish today like they did in 1980. Yeah, and, and if, if Stetson Bennett pulls this off, you're not going to hear any comments about him not being a championship quarterback ever again. He is going to go down in history as a Georgia Bulldog national champion quarterback. All right, Tim Tim Guidera, uh, morning break co-host, WTOC, uh, longtime sports journalist here in Savannah, Georgia. Have fun. Enjoy it. Stay warm because it's like home, and uh, I'll be talking to you next week. Yeah, thank you, Carl. Enjoy the game, and uh, and always fun talking to you. Yeah, I think it's a low of 7 or 8 degrees here on Monday, so good thing it's an indoor game. <laughs> Go dogs! Yeah, let's, let's see it happen. Tim Guider, he's already out there. He's pumped up. He, uh, he, he, loves, he loves Georgia. Like I said, he's been here since 92. He's covered them all, all for so many years, and uh, let's just hope he's covering a national champion this year.
Next up, we got to go to Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete number one. I know I'm running late. I know he's been waiting patiently since I asked him to uh, to uh, link in about 9:28. But uh, we're going to talk to the the other offensive threat that I felt didn't get a lot of ink or a lot of notoriety, but he was a big factor in why they're the Georgia High School State Association Class 4A champions, and that's Cameron Edge. He's also a pretty good baseball player like his father, if uh, you don't know who that is. But we'll talk about that in about three minutes. You're watching the Call of the Monster Sports Report live from Coach's Corner, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. I promise you, Cam, three minutes. I'll be right back. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been voted the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes in uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. Recruits to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting it equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. Every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are Wellington New York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back to the Call of Tomasi Sports Sport right here live at Coach's Corner every Saturday morning for the Call of Tomasi Sports Sport 
around the coach's corner is getting ready. Big weekend here. We got NFL play, uh, we're not NFL final season right here today. Two games today, a lot tomorrow. You got basketball. You got, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Superfest coming up. So uh, don't forget, uh, Monday from 3 to 8, there's an oyster roast before the big game when Alabama takes on Georgia or Georgia takes on Alabama. Come on down because it's all food, all fun, all the time since 1991 here at Coach's Corner. And I I'm happy to be here, and uh, this is why I do the show. This is why I've been involved in all this, uh, all these sports is to get the, the good kids some uh, more recognition. And this young man went under the radar, okay? Uh, we know Holden Gurna. We know Justin Thomas. We know Zaycon Bryant, okay? And I just lost my notes with all his stats, but I know he had over 700 yards receiving. Uh, he's an all-world all world baseball player. So on the season, this young man had 53 receptions, 720 yards. He averaged almost 14 yards per catch. He had an 80-yard touchdown in the uh, championship game against Carver where the Benedictine Cadets won the uh, state championships. He also ran the ball for 264 yards and a touchdown. And like I told you, he's a, a, a big reason why the baseball team is so good over there, Benedictine Military School. But uh, he's made a name for himself. He's, uh, you know, his father, you don't know his father, Chris Edge, played at Savannah Christian, big Georgia Bulldog baseball player. But this kid's coming to his own. Joining me now live on the Coach Corner Hot Seat. He's not really on Hot Seat. This week's first Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after week, Cam Edge. Cam, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, why don't I see you? Uh, is your camera on? Yes, sir. All right. For some reason, I'm not seeing you. Let me check the other source here. All right, let's go right here. All right. For some reason, uh, I got some kind of bad connection with you. Uh, I, can see I, can, I can see you in my studio, but I can't see you on the screen. Let's try going here, going here. All right, see if you can refresh your screen. There you go. There he is. We can see you. How's it going? Doing good. Well, you know, I appreciate you coming on, and I know we wanted to do this last week, but you had to get out of uh, Kansas before you got a, stuck in a snowstorm. But, you know, like I said, you've had an unbelievable season. You had an unbelievable season as a junior. Uh, you know, you are the uh, one of the main reasons why that offense works so well, because when they took away Thomas, they took away Bryant. I mean, you were the go-to guy. You came up some big catches, and uh, you just had a phenomenal career. And congratulations on winning a state title in football. Thanks, sir. So, you know, you've been a baseball player your whole life. Did you ever expect football to be this, be this, uh, such this great experience for you? Can you hear me, Cam? I lost you. All right. How about now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay, so the experience playing football. I mean, you've been a baseball guy all your life. Your dad's a big baseball guy. Did you ever think football would be such a great experience like this, like you had the last couple of years at BC? I've always known football's been better atmosphere, more fans, it's late games. It's, it's always been a rush for me. And I've liked football better, and it's – it's great. Football's good sport. Well, I know I know baseball's been in your blood your whole life. When when did you start playing sports? Started playing when I was around three. 
Uh, it was soccer and t-ball and football. I started when I was seven. Well, you know, you, you really excelled in both sports. And the, I don't know, I, Dad, Dad, does Dad know if you like football better than baseball? He does, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I mean, uh, did they did they use you on defense at all? The, um, like sophomore year, and they tried using me there, but it never wasn't very good, I guess. <laughs> it, 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 it never, it good. never, it never expanded. But you know, on the offense side of the ball, uh, receiving great catches, uh, running the football, you had some big, uh, big. Uh, I think there was one game you had over 100 yards rushing. If I ask Coach Brett or Coach uh, DePhillips what your best football skill is, what would they tell me? I think it would be my speed, be able to get out my brakes real quick and be open for holding or whoever's throwing the ball and being a mismatch for the linebackers and safeties, whoever I'm up that's, against. That's definitely what coaches look for. They look for that mismatch. If you, you can get someone like you on a linebacker or a, a strong safety, you got the advantage and you, you did that a lot this year. All right. So you had some big, big games this year. And of course, winning the state championship, which one stood out the most to you and why? I think the final four game against North Oak County was my biggest memory for the season. Uh, I had a run, um, touchdown run against them and the, put us up and a catch as well for about 50 yards. And the atmosphere of that game was great. It was final four game. We had a win. It was a must win game. It was. It, it, it was big, and they say it's always tough beating a team twice, but you guys came back to this. You had a big game. Uh, you know, you came up with some big plays, and it was fun watching it. I was there on the sideline. It definitely was uh, an electric atmosphere. So, uh, but, um, so we talked about you playing baseball. We talked to you about playing football, which uh, if you could play any other sport besides those two, I'm throwing a little curveball at you now, which one would it be? You got basketball. You got lacrosse. You got soccer. Soccer. I Why soccer? People go to soccer. I think I'll be different than other people. And you know, soccer is a very physical game, and you got to be quick like you are. I'm losing you again. All right, let me try it again. Uh, right. Am I, I back you. now? Yes, sir. Okay, I said you know, soccer is a physical game, and uh, it's for people like you that are very quick that can run that uh, that long distance or that long time that you play in a soccer game. So, uh, but you know, if we had to ask you. Uh, what is something most people don't know about Cam Edge? We know you're an excellent athlete. You're probably a great student. What's something we don't know about Cam Edge? I like the outdoors. I like fishing. I like hunting. I like doing things like that when I'm not in the classroom or playing baseball or football. Yeah, you know, you live in the South, and that's a lot a lot what the kids like to do. They like to fish. They like to hunt. So I can see that. So, uh, I mean, growing up, your dad, all world over at Savannah Christian, football, ba baseball. He went up and played at Georgia. Uh, is there a one role model that you look up to in your uh, career so far? Yeah. Um, he played four years at Georgia. He things and what to do. Gives me all sorts of help in my life that I need. How is he as a coach? Does he treat you like all the other kids or he's a little harder on you? He's a little tough on me, but, I mean, what's a dad supposed to do? <laughs> That's what a dad's supposed to do. If you're just tuning in, 
It's the Call of the Sportsport live from Coach's Corner every Saturday morning on the Call of the Sportsport. We're at our first Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after week from Benedictine Military School, Cam Edge. And like I said, this young man added so much to that offense. It was explosive already, but he just made it over the top. And uh, I, I bet you your teammates would say that too. So, uh, I mean, going to Benedictine, tell us about this experience in there, experience about going to Be Benedictine. There's a lot of camaraderie. It's a brotherhood. Uh, everyone's close. Um, sports teams are really good. If you want to win a state championship, go to Benedictine. <laughs> and all the coaches are good to you. They want you to work hard. They're going to push you. And you just got to be ready for that. Come to B BC. Good segue. Okay, tell us about Coach Britt. What type of coach has he been for Cam Edge? Coach Britt, he's, he's tough on you. He's going to yell and scream, but... <laughs> You know, he's doing it for a reason. He wants us to be the best we can be. And, you know, he loves us. And you've had a lot of great athletes come through there during your four years. Any uh, any specific cadet that stands out as far as your athletic career that uh, had a, a big influence on you? Remember Jakeen Harris? He was a senior when I was a freshman. He played both defense and offense. And... I saw him as a leader. He didn't talk a lot, but when he did, you needed to listen to him. And that's who stands out to me. All right. We know a lot. you like to fish. We know you like to hunt now. You're an excellent athlete, football and baseball. But is there something else that you like to do besides uh, going out there and doing those sports? Um, I lost you again. How about now? Let me click on it again. How about now? Back now? Yes, sir. So, something other than sports that, you know, you feel that you've accomplished something at? Um, mm. Video games, hanging out with the friends. I've, I've picked up a lot of friends at BC um, from baseball, from football. It's, BC has helped me a lot in that way. And what about your parents? We, we know your father's, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a great athlete, uh, coach. Uh, how about the family support? How much has that meant to you? Repeat. I said, you know, we know your father, great athlete in high school, four years at Georgia, uh, you, you, you know, your family support. How much has your family meant to your success as an athlete uh, so far? They've done, they've done a lot for me, sending me through BC all the time and effort put into that and helping me get through the four years of BC and spending all the money to go there and being at all the games that – I have, and they love me. And besides every great kid is a great set of parents, and uh, you got two great ones right there. All right, so uh, college, football, baseball. Anybody show any interest in either one for you yet? Uh, football, I have an offer from Army and talking to a few others. And in baseball, I'm kind of shutting it down right now. All right, so you haven't had anything come through baseball yet? Not really, no, sir. Okay. What's it been like playing with uh, the other uh, all-world uh, wide receiver over there with, uh, well, the other two wide receivers, Bryant and uh, Thomas? 
they're just great teammates. They really good athletes. They're my friends. They they work hard. They're not just they don't slack off. They they, they want to work. Um, great players. Yeah, and always great. on them to do something with the ball, and this it's great to watch them. Yeah, close close relationship between you three. So uh, if you had a younger kid come, to, uh, you know, like you said, Jakeen Harris, uh, you got a freshman or somebody in the middle school that's coming to BC, checking a place out, and they come up to you, what advice would you give those uh, young kids about playing sports at Benedictine or playing sports in general? First, keep your grades up. Get your grades as they can be so you can go anywhere you want, college. Um, be ready to be pushed by all the coaches and trainers that we got. Um, it's not easy. Stop. You just keep going. You'll push through, and it'll be good for you. Nice, nice. All right. Now football's over. Baseball's over. You got to get a career for yourself. Any thoughts you might want to do after you uh, go to college and uh, play sports? Well, sure, again. Okay, let me click on it again. Let's see if I can get you back. Put you back in. You got it? Yeah. I'm back? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, it's, it's definitely the internet over here at Coaches, so it's not you. So just hang in there. Uh, so uh, my question was, last question is, you know, you're going to college. Uh, hopefully you'll play football, baseball. But after that's all over, any kind, any kind of uh, job or any kind of interest in what you want to do after all that stuff is over? I think I want to go back into coaching. I don't see myself leaving any of the games. Um, I think I want to coach at the next level somewhere. Nice, nice. Well, Cam, I really mean it. You were you were a big reason why uh, that offense was so successful because besides Thomas, besides Bryant, uh, Holden had a, another uh, all-world athlete out there that he can get the ball to and make something happen. You, you've done uh, you've done a great job. Cam, I'm looking forward to your final uh, – baseball season keep it up and uh, congratulations you deserve it buddy you had a great season thanks for having me and thank you all right tell dad i said hello and i don't know where yes, you're gonna sir. go but it's still go cadets but hopefully uh, you know go army beat navy yes sir i'll talk to you later cam like i said he was a big reason why that offense did what they had to do uh there was always someone out there that was a threat uh, you know, when teams tried to shut down Thomas or they tried to shut down Bryant, you had Cam Edge out there. And it, it just was fun watching this young man because I'm telling you right now, he's a ball of fire. He's, he's that he's that uh, scat back or that slot that nobody really thinks is going to hurt you. Well, he did. So, all right, next up, we got to go to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic number two. It's been trying to get this guy on since he signed his national letter of intent to go play at Auburn. But he's been busy young man and uh, took a little time because I think he likes to hunt and fish too. But I uh, can't wait to speak to him. He's going to leave early to enroll early at Auburn. And we're talking about the quarterback over at Benedictine Military School, Holden Gurner. We'll be back in three minutes with Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week number two right here on the call of the Boston Sports Sport, all part of the Coaches Corner Sports Network. Three minutes, Holden. I'll be right back. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been voted the best in Savannah for 20 years running. It's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. 
It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes in uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From creeks to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop to New York Post, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102. In Savannah, as it through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914. On the phone, Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are Remington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back to the Call of Demasi Sports 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 Fans. It's a Saturday morning right here at Coach's Corner. It's live every Saturday morning at Coach's Corner. It's the Call of Demasi Sports Sports because it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. That's right. We got five shows, okay? Wednesday night, you got to check it out. NASCAR rubbing and grubbing with the uh, Atlanta man, Brandon Bain. NASCAR is going to be coming in full swing. They should be back every Wednesday night from 6 to 7. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, check it out. Then, of course, my show every Saturday morning from 9 to whenever, uh, the Call of Demasi Sports Port. Then we have the uh, the 19th hole, which is once a year. It's becoming a tradition. The Herb Brothers break down the Masters up there in Augusta four straight days. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, something special. And, of course, we have uh, the Hot Grids podcast with uh, Travis Jadon and Spencer Maddox. Uh, talking all sports, Savannah, Georgia, and of course, the who's on first, 
base. Who's on first base? Baseball podcast with the coach and Kyle Lawson. But this is why I do the show, and I just said it with my previous Weatherington Chiropractic Link Athlete Cam Edge. It's to get these kids on, to talk to them, get them a little more exposure, and, you know, it's always a lot of fun. I watched this young man grow from from a, a, a freshman he always was tall, but he didn't fill out. But he's, he's reached his senior year, and he's filled out. He, he's the uh, prolific uh, look of image of a uh, pro-style quarterback, a drop-back quarterback. But he can run, kind of sneaky on that too. But he's had a great career over Benedictine. I mean, his senior season, what do you want me to say? He threw for a leading 300 – no, sorry, 3,377 yards, completing almost 70% of all his passes – 36 touchdowns, and only three interceptions, which I've watched this kid grown, and he's gotten better and better and better each year. I couldn't make it to his signing date uh, back in December when he signed his national intent to uh, go to Auburn. I didn't think he was going to jump that BC ship right away and start right away, but he is, so I had to get him on. It was a lot of fun watching him. I watched that whole game last Saturday when he played at the uh, Under Armour American uh, All-Star game, held his own. They had a lot of positive things to say to him, but uh, this is one of the exciting times or one of the most exciting times of having someone on here back again for, I think, the third time. And that's, of course, from Benedictine Military School, the quarterback on the coach's corner hot seat, Holden Gurner. Holden, always a lot of fun. And uh, once again, unbelievable career, buddy. You did, you did, you did everybody proud. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you so much. So, I mean, uh, you know, way back when, when you were in my driver's ed class, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yes, sir. hopefully you, you learned something about driving through me and hopefully it's been good experience since then but uh you've grown from that young freshman into that mature senior quarterback uh I mean you know when did you realize that football was going to be a significant part of your life um I mean it's always been a really significant part of my life you know just growing up with two older brothers and a dad who was coaching us when we were younger it was always significant but I never really knew that it was going to be this big of a, of a part of my life until probably in high school um, when, I, when I really started going to on visits and stuff like that. Like, it, it really set in, like, this is what I really wanted to do. So that, it was probably uh, in the beginning of <clears throat> beginning of high school, probably freshman, sophomore year-ish. So. Now, that little freshman, that young freshman, because you weren't little, you've always been tall. But did you ever, did you ever dream that it would end this way with a, with a, with a state championship, uh, one of the biggest all-star games here for high school football players? Did you ever dream that, that this would ha- be, be that ending for your high school career? Yeah, so I definitely dreamt it. Uh, but being able to experience it was just a dream come true, really. I mean, it was, it was incredible just being able to, you know, go through all these things that I grew up watching and, you know, hoping one day that I could be a part of. So being able to experience that was one of a kind and it was really special. Now, we know you signed your national intent to go to Auburn. You're going to enroll early. But uh, any other schools have any uh, kind of uh, interest or any interest? Did you have in any other schools? Has it always been Auburn? Um, I mean, I always had a dream of playing in the SEC. So uh, back a while ago, before I before I committed or anything, I used to talk to LSU um, Michigan, Michigan State a little bit. Um, but, I mean, I, I always had a, a dream of playing in the SEC, so that's really what stuck out about Auburn is just, I mean, it's it's in the SEC. I mean, you're not going to get any better than that. So being able to have that opportunity with the, the coaching and just all the people there at Auburn just to, to help me grow as a, as a person, as a player, that was really what stuck out about going there. So that's why I chose Auburn. 
any specific coaches that had an influence from Auburn on you? Mm, it, it was uh, ma mainly Coach Harson, the head coach, which is really cool. So being able to have just have a, a really good relationship with the head coach who's also going to be really involved with the offense and with the quarterbacks is definitely big in, in my recruitment to there, um, which which I definitely think <clears throat> was, was good. And I don't know, we have a good relationship. And I know you kept it under your hat, that Auburn hat, for a long time, uh, enrolling early. What was what, what what why the decision to enroll early? Um, I mean, it's it's just it's good for anybody, but really especially quarterbacks. I mean, going and just learning the playbook first of all, and then learning all your teammates. I mean, I want to go in there and, and have a positive impact as soon as I can. So I want to go and meet all the players and you know hang out with them and do everything I can to you know be a really good teammate and really good friend to them. So that's really why I chose to go early. And when it, when is uh, the uh, enrollment start? When do you, when do you have to be out there at you know at Auburn? Uh, I leave tomorrow morning, so I got to be there tomorrow at like noon. And the, have you set classes up, or you, you we get to do all that when you get uh, there? We have, yes, we, have, we have like an orientation on Monday, so we'll we'll set our classes up Monday and then get rolling on classes on Wednesday. I mean, I'm an old guy. If it's still like it is. You're going to be taking glorified 13th year of high school. You know that English, math, and all your basic courses right off the bat. Yes, sir. So, all right. So, um, playing playing days at uh, Benedictine, high school football, winning a state championship. What has this all meant to you, playing over there on on Sea Right Drive, Camus? Yes, sir. I mean, it's it's been unbelievable. I wouldn't want to trade it for anything ever in my in, uh, anything. So, being able to you know be there where my dad went, both my brothers went. Um, they had the opportunity to play for a state championship, so obviously I watched that, and you know wanted to. I dreamt of playing in my own, which luckily, uh, thank the Lord, we were able to, um, and we won it, so that was good too. Uh, but I mean, it, it was just an incredible experience, just being able to be at BC. I mean, I, I would, like I said, I wouldn't want to trade it for anything, and I wouldn't want to have gone anywhere else. I mean, the, the relationships and the memories that I made uh, are going to last a lifetime. So I, I'm really happy with uh you know going to bc and i i really loved it and you know i'll get to my next question but i i, I didn't put this on it but you played with a lot of special special players there this year juniors and seniors what have these guys meant to you you know throw some love out to your uh your classmates your other senior uh football players or even the junior football players yes sir they made made my job so much easier just having all those guys that you know wanted the exact same goal as, as me and everybody else on the team so just having the O-line, I mean, they, they did a tremendous job. The skill positions, uh, the defense, the specialists, I mean, everybody really, we all had the exact same goal. So you, we saw that every day in practice, how hard we worked, and just the camaraderie and the brotherhood we all had together. Um, it was it was incredible. So, I mean, we, we had a really, really fun year, and I wouldn't want to trade it with anybody else. And you had some talent there, Bryant, Thomas, uh, Cam Edge, which, you know, went under the radar, but he was a big part of this thing. I hope you get that that type of talent there at uh, Auburn. Oh, yes, sir. I mean, I'm going to have a lot of insane talent there, too, but uh, which I'm really looking forward to. But, I mean, being able to, be, uh, you know, win a state championship with the guys that I've been going to high school with for, you know, three, four years was, was really cool. Um, just the bonds that we've made was incredible. But like you said, going to Auburn, I'm going to have a lot, a lot of talent as well. So that's another part of the reason I want to go early is just, you know, get timing down with my receivers and, you know, communication with the O-line, stuff like that, which is going to be really big. And, you know, I, I asked Cam Edge the same question. Uh, you've had a lot of talented players that you work with. Any one or any two that stood up that had the most influence on your career? Um, I mean, really, really everybody, like 
every single position. I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, we, we all pushed each other extremely hard every single day at practice. So uh, we, we all, you know, got the best out of, out of every other player. Um, so, I mean, every other skill guy, I mean, they, every time I didn't make, throw a perfect ball, they, they wanted to run the route back and, you know, run it again. Or if, if the line did something that, you know, they wanted to improve upon, they would, they would do it again. So, I mean, we all held each other accountable uh, and, and just, we, we wanted the best for everybody. And, Luckily, that paid off. And you have some uh, former cadets there co on the coaching staff. What's it like being coached by former cadets? Uh, it's really cool. I mean, they they really know you know how to uh, communicate with us. Um, it's 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 really cool because I mean they've been through what we are going through. So have them on the sideline uh, coaching us is really cool. And of course, the man himself. He's been with you for four years, uh, Danny Britt. What's it like then, like with uh, your relationship with with that man? I mean, because you two, I mean, you're so cool at what you do. You walk in the room, you're both well dressed, you're both well spoken, you're both good looking. What's it like with the ben, with the man, Danny Britt? Yes, sir. I mean, we we have a really good relationship. It's definitely gotten a lot stronger. Um, but I mean, we have a really good relationship. I mean, uh, it, it's been incredible to play for him. I mean, he's he, he yells and screams and does all that, but it's it's for a purpose and a specific reason. Uh, which definitely it, it works. I mean, it, it's it's been proven that he knows how to coach and he knows what he's doing. So when he's yelling and screaming, you better listen. And uh, I mean, it's it's been incredible to have him as my head coach. <clears throat> uh, so I'm really happy with everything that he's done for me and for the entire team and for all of BC. Yes, I was lucky. My youngest son played for him over at Calvary, and he's definitely a uh, player's coach. But he said, Dad, but when his voice raised and he started getting on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you just listen exactly. to him. So, exactly. uh, and if you're just tuning in, if whether you're watching on the internet or you're listening, this is the call to Monster Sports Sport. We're at the second Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week uh, with uh, Benedictine, senior quarterback, uh, early enrollee, Auburn Tiger, uh, Holden Gurn. It's been a lot of fun watching this young man grow. But you mentioned it before your brothers, your father, your family. How much has your family meant to your success? Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's immeasurable. I mean, the amount of, support and just the, the things that they have poured in to me to be able to be successful is, uh, I mean, I'm forever grateful for that. I mean, the amount of the sacrifices that my parents have made, um, you know, going out of town every weekend, almost um, the sacrifices that, you know, they have made, like I said, and my, and my brother is just, you know, pushing me to be the best person and the best player that I can be. Uh, they have meant the absolute world to me and I'm super blessed to have them and call them family. All right. So uh, you got that young, that young freshman coming into BC uh, this year, or maybe a middle school kid, just like I asked Cam last uh, segment. And I know it's a question I ask all you guys all the time, but what advice would you give that young athlete about playing or choosing a sport and being successful at a school? Sure. I mean, just, you got to be confident one and just, you know, pour everything you have into it. I mean, if you really want to be successful, you, you got to do the work and you got to, you know, do everything that nobody's willing to do. Uh, you know, just do everything you can to be better and just be prove yourself right. I mean, it doesn't matter what other people think, whether they think you're you're good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Uh, just just go in there and just work hard. I mean, things things will things will fall in line if you just work hard, super hard, um, and you know, just trust in yourself, trust the Lord and what his, what His plan is for you, um, and just. You know, just have fun with it too. I mean, you can't you can't be successful if you're just mad all the time and you don't want to do the work, but you just have to because you think you know that's that's the only reason you're gonna be successful. 
just have fun with it. I mean, enjoy what you're, you're doing. I mean, you're doing it for a reason, so you might as well enjoy it. Uh, and it'll, it'll pay off in the end. What do you enjoy besides sports, though? What do you do uh, on your free time when you're not uh, thinking about football? Uh, when I try to get my mind off of things, I usually hunt or fish. Uh, I like I like duck hunting, um, deer hunting, and then fishing really is, is really a big part of my life as well, living in Savannah. Yeah, I know. Co- Coach Britt told me he tried to get you one time, but he couldn't find you because you're always either in the woods or on a lake somewhere. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, all right, well, you got four years now. You're looking forward to going to Auburn. Any interest that you want to do outside of football after your uh, football career is over? Uh, any specific job or uh, vocation interest you? Um, uh, I mean, I definitely want to just go to Auburn, get a good degree, you know, so obviously football ends at some point. So that's, that's going to be, that's, I mean, reality. So I got to have a, a degree in education, which I think Auburn is, is a very good degree and a very good school. So I'm excited about that. But, um, I mean, I, I haven't really thought about it too much. I definitely need to put some thought into it, um, going forward, but maybe something in business or something like that. So I'm not entirely sure yet though. Hey, you're, you're like all, I think it's like 65 or 70% of all freshmen going into college don't know what they want to major in. So you'll find your niche when you get there. But uh, Holden, you've had a great career. Love watching you grow from, uh, from that fresh young freshman into this mature senior. You've done a great job. Uh, keep it up. And uh, I got to be honest with you. I'll be watching uh, Auburn. It's going to be tough to root against you if you're ever playing the dog. So, uh, but, you know, you're, you've made us proud. Keep it up. Uh, best of luck. And, and enjoy school. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Hey, anytime, Holden, we'll keep in touch. Keep it going. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. I mean, just just a great kid. Just a great kid. I mean, uh, I've watched the kid grow from a freshman, and uh, I can understand what I'm saying because during his sophomore and uh, junior years, a lot of people have questioned Holden Garner, but, you know, he stuck with it. He didn't let anybody bother him. He didn't let anything he was hearing bother him. Coach Britt stuck with him. The kid matured into an unbelievable athlete, unbelievable quarterback. Like I said, championship football game, he was the MVP. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, in that game, he was 24 of 30 for 397 yards and and, uh, three touchdowns. I'm sorry, four touchdowns. Just an unbelievable career for Holden Gurner at Benedictine Military School. I got to thank my sponsors one more time. Remember, we're here at Coach's Corner. Place is starting to go. Uh, shades being turned uh, are opened. Uh, the TV is going to be popping on. New booths. The man's got new booths. Come on. You're going to be really comfortable in this confines of this cozy place called Coach's Corner. And I'll be back. Don't forget, Monday, 3 to 8, we have an oyster roast before the big game. Big game starts at 8 o'clock. All TVs have it on. You got today, you got NFL football. Tomorrow, you got NFL football. You got NCAA basketball. NASCAR is kicking up. You name it. It's all sports, all the time. All food and fun since 1991 here at Coach's Corner. I'll be back in three minutes. Stay tuned. Got three good videos you're going to like to see, and I'll give you the rundown on what's happening here with Superfest at Coach's Corner. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running. It's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. 
You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School, we consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. Recruits to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting it equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. As Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's He's New York Deli and Italian caring. We ain't New York style. We are Rarington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back to the Call of the Monster Sports Report. Heard or watched, or seen, or listened to, you want to name it, I'm here at Coach's Corner, the Center of Sports University. It's the Call of the Monster Sports Sport, and it's always a lot of fun being here on Saturday morning. Yes, the first, last two shows were on Friday mornings because it was Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So I'm back here on a Saturday morning. Once again, i got to thank uh, Tim Guider for coming on. Always does a great job. The WTOC morning break co-host, but he's been involved in sports in Savannah since 1992. Started out as a journalist at the Savannah Morning News, and it's just grown and grown. He's a lucky guy. He's got to go to some big events. He's out there at the uh, National uh, the, 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 the NCAA uh, College Football Playoff Championships where the dogs will take on the uh, Crimson Tide Monday night. Uh, he does that every year with WTCU. Whatever, there's a big game with Georgia, he's there. Got to thank him. And, of course, got to thank the two Weatherington Chiropractic Clinics athlete week, Cam Edge, uh, unsung uh, hero over there, Benedictine. But he was a big reason why that offense was so explosive. Uh, great baseball player. Uh, love his dad, Chris Edge, uh, local uh, guy that went Savannah Christian, four years in Georgia. Great coach, ran chain baseball for a long time. Then, of course, Holden Gurner. Watched this young man as a freshman, taught him drive his head. Hopefully I did a good job. Okay, as well as they did as well as they did at uh, BC, t- teaching him about football. But uh, he's going to be leaving for Auburn tomorrow. 
and I'm rolling on Monday. So uh, just a great, great, uh, great situation trying to find, get my uh, events here at Coach's Corner. Don't forget, we have the Superfest coming up. Uh, all right. So Superfest uh, will be starting the weekend, February 12th. I got to get it straight. But anyway, we're going to have uh, the national uh, championship football game here on Monday. There'll be uh, oyster roast from three to eight o'clock. Uh, you want to get a hat. You want to get a T-shirt. You want to get something that shows that you're uh, proud to represent. Coach is going to come on in and talk to John Henderson, Adele Henderson, and any of the waiters or waitresses, and they'll help you with that. All right. Three steps out the door. Been watching a lot of videos on, on the Internet, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's, you know, of course, uh, on uh, TV channels. And uh, I try to get three videos that, uh, you know, represent what's going on in Savannah. But I got to tell you right now, they're at it again. The Savannah Bananas are looking for their premier baseball team, baseball players. They'll be taking on the Bananas in, of course, Banana Ball. And, I mean, their hype videos are unbelievable. So here's what they're doing lately. The Savannah Bananas, okay, hyping up their tryouts in February to come play for the greatest game in Savannah, the greatest game on earth, baseball in a fun way. Millions of fans are starting to worry. Can Major League Baseball save itself from itself? And baseball is losing out here. The fan base is aging as two long games bore younger people. We're here, we're playing. Banana Ball is back. And we're on a mission to make baseball fun. Do you want in? Do you have what it takes to be a banana? The best show in baseball is looking for new showmen. We're bringing the most talented and entertaining baseball players together for the most electric tryout in sports. February 26th, Savannah, Georgia. You ready? He's right. Baseball's in a lockout. We had our Braves win the World Series. Uh, they're the 2021 champions. When's baseball going to start this year? Well, we know the Savannah Bananas are starting on February 26, picking their players for their uh, premier league team. That's going to make, I, I think, a six-city world tour before the season ever starts. All right, next is local kid. Had an unbelievable uh, career here in Georgia for two years, then went down to Florida for another two years, Got himself a scholarship for to play football at the University of Georgia. And I'm telling you right now, everybody knows who Nolan Smith is. And as the big guy, Frank Silkowski said, okay, there's no words to describe what this kid did on the football field at Calvary. And, of course, we know his, uh, you know, his success at IMG got him a scholarship to play at Georgia. Number five, Nolan Smith at Calvary, freshman in, in – uh, Sophomore years, he was all over the place. Just watch this kid. Lock punt, scoop and score. This is his sophomore and junior years, and I had him on as a freshman. As a Weatherington chiropractic clinic athlete, here you go. Just give him the ball. He's just going to run right over you. He's going to get that extra step. You know, he's a Division I player. Uh, if you're a coach, when he can outrun the defense, and he just outran the defense right there against Country Day. Here's another one. Boom. Boom. You can't tackle him because he's like a bus, okay? 
couple more highlights coming up, but uh, hopefully on Monday night, he'll be wearing number four, Nolan Smith from Savannah, Georgia. Okay, and he had a young pup state camp during the summer. A lot of kids showed up. Great job, Nolan Smith. We'll be following you, and he's here from Savannah, Georgia. Number four, Monday night, outside linebacker. All right. Now, of course, this next video, is, I think it's got over uh, 125,000 views. I gave you my pick. I said Georgia, 31-24 or 31-27. Uh, Tim Guider said 27-20 Georgia. This is a lot of fun watching TNT halftime. And uh, I saw this on Twitter. Who does Charles Barkley pick? And he is a former Auburn Tiger. Uh, and I speak for all University of Georgia fans when I say, let's hope, let's just hope and pray that Charles Barkley does not pick the University of Georgia to win the national championship. And before we hear his pick, let's hear from a couple other Georgia products and their thoughts. Okay. Hey, Chuck. It's Maria. And I just had one request. Please, please, please do not bet on Georgia to win the national championship. We do not need that kind of bad luck. We do not need it, okay? And also, what bowl game is Auburn playing in? Please, Chuck, whatever you do, do not bet with us in the national championship, man. Every time you bet with us, we lose. And this one got to come back to Athens with us, man, for sure. All right, so the appeal from Anthony Edwards, the appeal from Maria Taylor, the appeal from me. Maria Taylor, you know you're one of my favorite people in the world. You and my girl, Catherine Tappan, y'all do a favorite job. A Shout favorite. out to both of you ladies. Anthony, you've been <laughs> playing pretty good. You've been playing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that time. The Georgia Bulldogs oh. are going to win the national championship. I should have hey, 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 Harry Hey, look. I'm telling you. Man. Hey, you, know, hey, you know that picture? It's not too late to change You look like Harry nope. Dog, too. Nope. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not this, too late to hey. change your pick. Guaranteed. It's oh. the Bulldog Nation. Rise it up. You're just doing that because I'm here, aren't nope, you? Nope, nope, nope. It's their heart. time, Ernie. It's uh, their time. I hope it is their time. You just couldn't I say Alabama. Do. You just couldn't say it. You couldn't say it. <laughs> Hey, you do you look no, like it's Harry. It's their too. time, man. You look like the I'm guy, y'all. The guy in the barber shop. You look like Harry. And there you have it, Georgia, chosen by Charles Barkley on national TV TNT uh, halftime basketball show. And of course, the Georgia uh, alum do not want him to, to uh, pick Georgia. I guess maybe he's a jinx, but you know what? Doesn't matter. Right here, Georgia Monday night, thirty-one twenty-four. That's what I'm predicting. They're going to get them by a touchdown. They're going to bounce back. I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Uh, don't forget, Monday from 3 to 8 here at Coach's Corner is an oyster roast. Stop on by. Check out the festivities, what's going on. Don't forget, today we got two football games, National, uh, the uh, National Football League, two games, I think 4.30 and 8.15. Then we got games all day tomorrow. We got basketball. And then Monday, okay, it's National Championship Day here at Coach's Corner. Stop on by 3 to 8. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. The game kicks off at 8 o'clock. I mean, there's no other place that there's food fun since 1991. So, uh, once again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, once again, to my guest, Tim Guidera, uh, WTOC morning break co-host, uh, local guy. And, of course, I got to thank the two kids from Benedictine Military School, Cam Edge, Holden Gurner, for coming on and doing this uh, for me today. Once again, I'll be back next Saturday. So whatever you may be doing today or tomorrow, always hit it in the park. Hopefully it's going to be our greatest week ever when Georgia wins the national championship Monday night. It's been all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Stay safe. Wash up. Wash those hands. Wear your mask if you have to. And we'll see you next week. As I like to say, go dogs. Thank you.